0: Hey everybody, welcome to Rum and Cinema, the podcast where we explore the world of films and the art of mixing the perfect drink. In this episode, we will be discussing the movie The Menu. This film set in the world of high-end cuisine will take us on a journey of taste and temptation as the characters navigate their way through a multi-course meal and the challenges that come with it. So grab a drink, sit back, and join us as we delve into the flavors of The Menu. That intro was written by ChatGPT. Uh, it didn't know what the menu was. Uh, I asked it to uh, do a- it. Knows. I asked
1: it to break down. You also clearly didn't know what our podcast No, is.
0: No, I don't think we make drinks so much. <laughs> um, but yeah, that is us. We're Rum and Cinema. We are going to be talking about The Menu, now streaming on HBO Max. Uh, you can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts and youtube.com slash at Rum and Cinema to keep up with our new episodes as we release them. Today, I am joined once again by my beautiful guests, Nate and Jake. Nate, how are you? What's going on?
1: I'm just reeling from the... Just sharp increase in professionalism, a call to action, yeah. a scripted intro. Yep. <laughs> I don't even know. I feel unprepared now. I'm using that marketing that degree. I have a drink. You know,
0: got to use that yeah. degree someday. <laughs> I have a communications minor.
1: I'm also excited because I, I think this is the first movie in a while that I really, genuinely, really liked. Yeah, this movie kicks ass. Where I think yeah, that, two that's, that's
2: oh. why I'm reeling. I can't think of the last time that we all liked a movie.
0: I, it's been a while,
2: right? It was everything everywhere. Yeah, oh.
0: yeah. This isn't as good as that, but it's still really good. It's a fun movie. Like I, wonder, I would watch. I wonder it. how
1: much staying power that movie's going to have. Everything everywhere, it, and just and just us mentioning it nonstop. Uh, I know it has a lot of just how often we're going to reference. I feel that. like it's going to be. I, close mean, I, to I refuse Bruce. to let Wally die. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see that? That's just because you have a great Wally impression. There's a
0: TikTok where somebody was like, uh, "It took me however long it's been out ten, fifteen years to realize that." when wally's going over one of the newspapers it says that like uh those robots destroyed the world and then somebody else stitched it and they're like tell me you don't understand wally still 15 years later without telling me you don't understand Wally, he's <laughs> 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 like yeah of course the people blame the robots but it's their lazy asses oh so good That's incredible. i also saw an onion article headline that said um Vegan doesn't know that pineapple was used to kill cow. And I thought that was one of the funniest ones I've ever seen in my life.
2: <laughs>
0: I, I really enjoyed that oh,
2: one. that was, that was so me. good. All
0: right. Uh, Jake, hi, how are you? What's going on?
2: I'm doing good. I'm excited to talk about this movie. I think Buddy. it's a good one. And yeah. I think um, I think it was a unique experience.
0: It was cool, right? Uh, yeah, so let's it dive into cool. it. It was cool. We're going to talk about the menu um directed by i wasn't in the right spot mark milo starring ray fines anya taylor joy nicholas holt and others um janet mcteer's in there john leguizamo's in there rob yang it's cool um so we're gonna go meal by meal or like m- like scene by scene basically for this movie because we both all of us thought that this would be an interesting way to talk about this film so we're gonna start off with the boat ride where we meet everybody uh, it's kind of like the opening warm up, and when, when they start, it's like an orchestra warming up when the movie starts. Like it's a like it's scales being played by an orchestra, which I thought was cool. It's like kind of getting you ready, um, and then the pretentiousness starts, and we can kind of hear um, the roles that all these players are going to play. There is the finance bros, you know, representing like greed and crypto, probably at the time. The movie star who uses art to be famous rather than be an artist. The stuck-up foodie, who is Tyler, played by Nicholas Holt, really well. Really, really well. On the second watch, I liked his performance a lot. Um, Who is paired with Anya Taylor-Joy playing Margot, which we don't know if that's her real name or not. Probably not. But um, uh, she plays someone who we find out later is not who we think she is. Um, And then the couple who comes all the time is like the rich, jaded couple. So that's uh It kind of does a good job of setting up the scene and the people that we're going to be interacting with for the next hour and a half, um, without giving us anything about Fines, who's the chef. Um, we're still kind of being like led along this road. Um, then we go to the tour, where we walk through the the different spots on the on the island, including like the smokehouse with the hanging meat, where they start to kind of poke a little bit with. Uh, oh, on the hundred fifty third day, you know, they explain how the. Bacteria will destroy the person who eats it and you'll die. And you, everybody's kind of like nervous laughing. I thought,
1: I thought that was just a catty comment. I, uh, just annoyed about because that, well, that was asked by Tyler, right? Or who was that? Asked uh, that was asked that by was, was it one of the crypto oh, bros, crypto bro. no, it was asked by one of the crypto bros being like trying to crack a joke. yeah and she yeah. just like tearing him apart. And he did touch no the
0: meat his with shit. his shoulder. You can see him like hit the meat with the shoulder.
1: Oh, that's that's great. And he also There's no respect. Yeah, he
0: also sits on their bed and like flicks their toothbrush like doesn't give a fuck. Like that same guy. I didn't
1: even I I didn't even notice that. Though. Yeah. That's just that's fucked Immediate that's
0: disrespect from that guy. I do also like how the server, fuck. I think uh Hong Chao plays her, Elsa, um, she just doesn't give a fuck anymore like there are moments one of my favorite characters it is so it's yeah like, i've been
1: thinking a lot about whether it's because she knew what was going on uh and just like that's how a server would act if they knew there were absolutely no repercussions yeah she knew uh, she could like it was put them so on fun place. to watch her do yeah that was great yeah
2: I, w- I would be confident that she would be like that even at a normal tasting
0: yeah i could do that
2: maybe
1: i mean it does set i guess for it all plays into the like performance of the, the pretentiousness uh, maybe. I think if I like made a comment and got corrected, I, I think that would be a memorable experience. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. know if I'd
2: even really be mad. Yeah. Uh, so it could, it could be part of the, the normal experience. Yeah. Well, and also cause for the most part, she was like at the start, she was, you know, kind, professional, just extremely welcoming. Everything that she did was in response to this collection of who we find out to be asshole guests. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's what made me think like maybe it was like not
1: caring, but also maybe it's at this tier of of like that you're expected to know how to behave. You're expected to like be respectful or and she just knows that the chef's got her back.
0: Yeah, she knows she's in control. Like she's the one in control of this situation, not them. And it's the first time they're not used to that. So that's why I think they're yeah. so thrown off by it. But you also notice that yeah. like, as we go through the movie, if the help is in trouble, the help being like ser- those who serve, if they're in trouble or hurt or whatever, they don't really react as much. But when one of them gets hurt, they're like aghast and have no idea. Like when the guy blows his head off or later on.
1: Yeah. I I saw your comment about that, but I wondered, I mean, if that's not also just like shock and mm. rationalization, I, that's what I took it as first. Just, trying to convince themselves that this isn't happening that this right. is a performance if it's the help you can try to convince yourself that everything's okay that this is yeah that yeah. everything's okay
0: everything will be fine
1: yeah uh, I want to one yep. one thing from the very beginning was uh, an interesting experience for me and I want to know if you guys uh, had it as well is that the uh, the foodie uh, Tyler kept uh, yeah Tyler. Uh, kept, I kept going back and forth on how much I related to him and how annoying he was. And I, obviously, it gets yeah. worse over the course. Yep. Because, like, I I aspire and I know Jake. Like, asp- at least I I don't know if you've been like like fancy food and want to experience like that. Uh, I haven't had many experiences because I don't have twelve hundred dollars to <laughs> drop on a dinner, but. I've gone to, like, nice restaurants where they do do some plating and some interesting, and I try to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And so when he first came on, it was, like, the most relatable character to me. Like, b- before he was started being disrespectful yeah. to Margot, I yeah. got a- I was, like, I get along with it. He was annoying. I was, like, um, I was talking to Taylor about this, and she was, like, the, the issue with him is that it's his whole personality. Yes. Uh, that's where it gets really annoying, but I did relate to him, and obviously that gets torn down more and more. And there were a couple times that we'll get into where I was like, "Oh damn!" Like now, I, now it's making me feel
2: bad about myself.
0: Yeah, that's super fan no, ideology. Yeah.
2: I, I had that exact exactly. same experience with him because at the at the start of the movie, you know, like getting on the boat and everything, you're like rooting for him, you know, mm-hmm. and you're exactly. like, really, you yeah, know, he's you're, like, "Oh, this is so cool!" Yeah, yeah, they're, you know, they're going on this trip. He's gonna try all this food, and then. Quickly, you become annoyed by him. And then quickly, like literally partway through the first course, your mind changes. So, sometime between the first course and the second course, you're like, I hate this guy. Yeah. And, <laughs> exactly. and it, I yeah, literally so. had that too. I was like, this, this makes you, it's not the intent of the movie at all, I don't think. I think it's more of a setting than what they're, you know, than their actual statement. Right but yeah no just I, I if was you relate like, and get invested it's it's got a chance to make you feel self-conscious like yeah like
1: that yeah oh my god and even going further into like talking about other art like film and stuff i'm just like you're always writing that line and it, it, that was such a self-insert mm-hmm. like
0: did either yeah. of you watch this the second time
1: uh, no i went through scenes to remind myself of the courses but i didn't so get invested
0: i watched it the second time last night and his performance is incredible when you know the ending uh, cause the first time you watch it, you're kind of like, oh, it's a oh, girlfriend yeah. and then maybe it's not. And why is he being such a dick? And then the reveal and you're like, oh, fuck that guy. But when you watch it the second you time, you notice things of nervousness
1: oh, with the good reveal. Yes. So good. Okay. But it was like, oh man, now I want to go see it again. It was like,
0: uh, like early on he's talking about, there's a game to all of this with the menu. And he goes, you'll know at the end. And then
1: it's like, oh, shit. (laughs) He doesn't give a fuck. What a fucking idiot. Yeah, and all the times that
0: he's, like, calm when everyone's, like, getting fucked up, like, when the guys all run away and he stays there, it's, like, much different when you know what he knows.
2: (laughs) See, I I thought, see, at that point, because by then I already hated him, you know. Yeah. But I didn't, I just hated him. I didn't think he was, there was anything nefarious. But when he's, like, the guy gets his finger cut, and he's just doesn't care, and he's just eating his food, and 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 then you start <laughs> thinking, okay, something here is wrong yep. because he's he's just not caring at all about this death around him.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, uh, we can jump back forward now. Okay. I, just, I I wanted to get in there like every single. S- that's why i wanted to hire, like this course by course is every single scene there's so much going on and it builds so perfectly uh, every single course yeah exactly it just yeah.
0: comes to this yeah okay so then we get to the restaurant and we see them getting more and more isolated like the doors close behind them the boat leaves like they do this good job of showing you like margot notices that they're getting isolated no one else really yeah. seems to care
2: yeah yeah because i don't think
0: yeah, they've also, ever so you watch it i don't think they've ever had to, those people have never felt fear or felt like they weren't in control i think is that whole thing like that's how he could dupe them all into this so easily
2: yeah yeah because literally none of the other ones noticed or cared that all the doors are shutting and locking behind them Mm
1: -hmm.
2: you you know there's Uh,
1: literally posted guards i mean you could interpret them as waiters that are just standing right there but they're posted guards yeah Yeah, they're keeping yeah you you wrote yeah the chef guy table worked on it to get that feel is that when you watch the second time you notice how they were laid out
0: Oh, so the guy, the show Chef's Table on Netflix does like, for those of you who don't know, they go into restaurants like what this is supposed to be representing and show them making the food and like talk to the chef and all this stuff. They brought one of the, I think, creators or one of the main uh, directors of photography in, and that's how they did like the shots of the people cooking. And that's why all the shots look like a Chef's Table type show of them cooking. And like when they do the plating and they show you the food and they show you what the ingredients are. Oh, it's so perfect. They do it so well.
1: I love that, uh, I love that part just for the setup of the laughs at the end. Oh my like, god! This is listed as a black comedy, and I didn't laugh that many times. But some of those title cards were the biggest laughs. The for me last one, yeah. the
0: last title card, I crack up every time yeah. I see that. Yeah, it's so good. All right, so they're in the restaurant. The hostess always throws shade at Margot because she's not supposed to be there, and she knows that Chef made this menu to work with the people that they invited. And this person might make that not work. Um, and Chef will talk about that later. Um, and then the separation. Yeah, of...
1: it's, it's hard to talk about that part without getting into spoilers, but I'm very. Uh, oh, we're I was very interested shit. in that. If you oh, no, I mean, but I don't want to spoil. Oh, yeah. I don't want go. to spoil the parts we're going to talk about later. I know. I know. This uh, is because a... there's it got kind of muddy for me with her because there's also the competition aspect. but yep. I can see what you're for... saying like, that it's it messes up the menu mm-hmm. and for the record really invested in the menu.
2: The, the reveal of who Margot is. Yeah. I thought that was obvious when they got off the boat.
0: Really? Okay. I thought they were yeah. a new couple.
2: Well, no, when they, when they got off the boat and the name was mixed up, I was like, and he's like, Oh, I'm so And he didn't know her last name.
0: Oh, that's true. Ooh. He didn't. I yeah. noticed that the second I, time. I, yeah.
2: I read it.
1: I, I was still, I didn't see that reveal coming. I read it. as just him being, a rich guy who just like brought a last second date. Yes,
0: yes. Oh, okay. I read okay. it as
1: like I read it as he got dumped and then like had this thing and brought a last second date. And when she was like, you know, it's your dime. I was just like, oh, he's just like so rich that this doesn't matter to him. Yeah, yeah. Which we don't even know if he's rich. He might just be a foodie dish, douchebag. His anxiousness makes me think maybe not. Yeah. Like how and, and and the contrast with the other characters uh, that we'll get into. Right.
0: Uh, and then there's the separation of the server and the served um, uh, the when they are sat, Margot mentions that you didn't ask his name when somebody serves like sits them or something and he goes, yeah well you know like he's not supposed to interact with the servers oh yeah yeah so, like, he that didn't, separation even, he didn't even be
2: like oh oops you know yeah 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 he just didn't care
0: nope moved on. Uh, then we do the Amuse Bouche, which I just wrote was goop because by that time I forgot to write stuff down. But it's some goopy stuff. It was like uh, I've oyster. got it up if you want to. Uh, the Amuse
1: Bouche. I, I pulled was... up a list uh, with pictures of it. Okay, what you got? Take. If you remember off the top of your head, that's more impressive.
2: It, I know it had the the, the powdered or the snowed goat's milk. Oh yeah, and
0: the frozen yeah. peas or whatever. Yep.
2: Uh, what it mean? was. Yeah. Well, it was flash frozen
1: pickled melon. Oh. Okay. Uh, and oh, I'm looking cool. at a picture. I'm pretty sure it was cantaloupe and, and honeydew. Yeah uh and then like this pressed disc of uh something some kind of seaweed Kale. <laughs> and then yeah. powdered milk yeah seaweed yeah
0: and then yeah with the weird machine he knows about and then the other guy knows about but no one else
1: oh my god yeah. that was again that was that was where i was still like he was obnoxious on the boat but when he was like super into the machine that felt so relatable like yeah. just fanboying over yeah. something like that like that's not necessarily douchey but that's uh, where But i did love the reaction of the server yeah who was just like oh you're very knowledgeable sir uh-huh. and just like just stroking his ego and like even that it was clear it was like such a kind of sarcastic uh it really was i like, oh, really was know so, your stuff yeah like so i've fun. said that before in retail
0: yeah. i know i've said that <laughs> yeah oh wow you yeah. really know your stuff in my head i was like god damn it just move
1: <laughs> like yeah if you you could know your stuff, you don't have to like show off no. uh yeah, it was great.
0: Uh that's the part where she says you didn't ask his name too, is to that guy. In reference yeah. to that conversation. That makes yeah. sense.
1: He he was he like cape because it I was thinking uh, when you wrote it, I didn't remember, and I was like, you know, waiters usually introduce themselves, but uh-huh. like if they don't, I wouldn't be like, wait, wait, what's your name? Yeah. <laughs> but like going up, going up in height, yeah. sparking up a conversation makes more sense that it's weird not to, not to talk to them.
0: But we're also the type that if treat like. treat
1: them as a prop as much as the thing. Yeah.
0: We're also the type that like if they drop some stuff, we'd help them pick it up. Whereas these people would just like continue with their eating and stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, That's course. the separation. I think. Yeah. I, I
2: feel, you know, the same thing too. Like if I, if I drop something and the waiter comes out, I'd like, I'd feel weird. I'm like, no, I dropped it. Let me pick it up.
0: Yeah. God. I spit on that <laughs> yeah all right first course scallops on the rock with the flash frozen uh, I think they're flash frozen I don't know somewhat frozen fauna flora and fauna from around the island uh, this is where the claps start and I think the claps are really important because Margo reacts to them differently as they go the rest of the cast reacts to them differently as they go and the old couple reacts to them differently as they go too. and we'll talk about that as we get there um, but it really just shows like who's in charge and the power dynamic that Ray Fines has chef Sloic. Um And the servers at this point are over your shit. Like they're just going to start giving you things and not giving a shit. Uh, and I really like the critics. Every time they went to the critic to explain the dish to the guy that she was with, she literally reworded everything that the chef just said, but with the wrong interpretation, like the chef explains how like nature is all part of this. And like, we're not worthy of it, and you're just going to experience what this island has to offer. And she's like, Oh, we're eating the ocean, right? And then the guy's like, Oh, yeah, yeah. Like she restates everything he says been the wrong way. I thought that view of like critic versus artist is so fun and interesting in this idea.
1: Yeah, I really liked, uh, I loved the dynamic between the critic and her toady. The yes uh, man. <laughs> so much. <laughs> yeah, her, her, her hype, man. The uh, flave of flave to her, enough.
0: whatever, Anthony Bourdain, but not a cook part.
1: Yeah. Uh, I can't remember where it is in the movie where also he gives a better interpretation and then she rewords it exactly the same way. <laughs> she just rewords the same idea. All she
0: does. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's yeah. good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. She's literally just digesting like and spewing it out incorrectly. Yep. Oh, man. So good.
0: Uh, and then the actor is the bad I- part of art again. Uh, like, we just find out more and more about how he's like a dick and just doing it for money. And. It's like this uh this like regurgitation of like the same idea but I'm here just to travel and like they they're talking about pitching that show that he wants to be a part of and she's like no like you have to care like tell me about it and he's like nah whatever we'll do this south africa 6 months later we'll go here like yeah
1: yeah what what struck me about that was how uh him being at this restaurant mm. like someone who clearly could not give less of a shit about food <laughs> like there are there are surely some actors who would like care about this like you know anthony bourdain what his show i haven't seen it but like i could i know from like seeing clips of it that like he really brings something to it yeah this guy's just like yeah we'll fucking do that like uh he has no idea what he's talking about right right it's uh uh, yeah and just wants it for wants to do it for the money
0: yeah yeah yeah, he wants he wants to be famous he is an actor to be famous rather than to be an actor yeah and i think that's why chef slug brought him in because he could see that in that movie that we find
2: out about later Um, and and all of uh, all of his you know like uh when they're on the boat when they're doing the tour everywhere he goes he, he tries to make it seem like he doesn't want to be famous and recognized but then as soon as anything happens he just really leans into it
0: yep yep and he always has to make the joke like they get on the boat makes a joke goes to the sea cap the guy getting scallops makes a joke like he always has to be that guy
1: yeah center of attention who's that like that's fucking weird who makes jokes all right
0: second course not bread
1: that wasn't a dig <laughs> uh
0: the second course not bread uh it's the little five pallets of oil
1: and other things that- possibly my favorite course so good. I, yeah that so that, that
2: cracked me up i because at that point i'm like i you know i've no i'm just enjoying because the first um, the first two courses were just awesome right yeah. Uh, yeah. And like, then, and they, actually, yeah.
1: reasonable what you would expect.
2: Yeah. And then they bring that out. And then you're like, okay, he's fucking with them, right? Like, they, he, you know, he's yeah. making fun of them. I don't know. This, yeah. I was trying to figure out oh, what he yeah. was doing at that his, point.
1: His speech is the perfect,
2: like, such a
1: fuck you to them. And yep. you, and again, Margo's the only one who gets it. Uh-huh. Yeah. But this was my absolute favorite course because. I think it's the most where you get, like, really crystallize every single person's character. Every single person reacts to it in a completely different way that shows you exactly what they're about. Yes, yes. Like, Tyler, obviously, like, does not understand, but is like, this is amazing. (laughs) And Margot tries to push him on it, challenge him, and be like, why is this amazing? And he has no answer, and he's just like, you just don't get it.
0: Yeah, it's a game. You'll get at the end. Like that's where that line yeah. is. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, I want to go through each one, but I, you guys go for uh, it. Tell me yours. No, no. I'm saying like that. What if you have ones as well? Uh, um,
0: I thought that the the way that he introduced the meal is the best way he could stroke the ego while showing them he's going to be a dick the rest of the night. This is like the fly episode of Breaking yeah. Bad. This is the turning point for the whole movie. This is where we got him. Shit. Yep. This is where where shit hits the fan is after this course. So that's what I really liked about it. It was a perfect setup for everything. I like
1: like what you said about the perfect way to insult them because he says, like, this is bread is the food of the common man and you're not the common man. And that can be interpreted as good, but also not. Yep. Depends on what Uh, side of the line
0: you're on, right? Server of the served.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the crypto bros, uh, were literally that's where they pull out the you know who you know who we're connect you know our connections can we now can we get some bread yep
0: and we're the, uh, where the where Elsa puts him in and goes you'll eat less than you want and more than you deserve and I was like
1: oh, yes oh, that was yeah. where that was where she stopped to like stopped like being like this is the rules and just straight up insults them yep. <laughs> so good the next course and it's just, she whispers it into his ear
0: she's even funnier in the oh. next course i love that one but yeah go on yeah.
1: yeah um yeah the critic is we've already covered that but just interprets it uh just is desperately trying to interpret something and looks at something isn't that where she finds the she's like this emulsion yes. is a little broken <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> um, like, yes that was the part for me that was and then they, that oh especially the second time that they, they brought it still, out Oh, it's so yes. good. Oh, man. That was great. Yeah. But yeah, so that's like the perfect crystallization for me and the toady just going along. Um, the 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 rich couple just like not getting it and just not caring at all. They're, I'm pretty sure they're just chatting about like what they're going to do next or yeah. chatting about some other time while this course is going on. Like Which... They're not even – Trying to experience—it's so it.
0: perfect for their character because they're the jaded old rich couple, right? They've done this eleven exactly. times. Like this
1: isn't important to them. This doesn't yeah. mean anything
0: to them anymore. Just like everything else yeah. in their life, right? We know that we find out later, especially, but you can kind of tell there's some yeah. deep seatedness there.
1: Yeah, and I don't remember the actor's response. I think it was the the weakest one for me, but I think he probably just cracked jokes. Yeah. Uh, once you said that, I'm pretty sure he just like made a joke out of it. It was like this yeah. is funny, but like. Yeah, just not not trying to engage with it at all. I think that's or where we trying to figure out what the hell is. That's
0: that's where the assistant starts yeah. to like hand off the stuff to him too. I think he's like, all right, here's all your stuff, here's all that. I'm leaving, like that kind of thing.
1: Oh yeah, that was probably that part of that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Of course. So yeah. So yeah, it was just like perfect. Yeah. Crystallization of like who they were.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It does, It slowly unravels. Like the menu itself yeah. makes them realize who they are, and I think we'll talk about that at the end. Uh, the third course, chicken taco, Thigh night. Uh incredible. Oh. Uh, incredible. Um here's yeah. one thing though that I noticed on the second watch. The old couple seems uncomfortable before the story starts, so I think that they know where it's going. Because he said it's uh it's um a yeah,
2: staple since said, day one. Yeah, so so that's always been a, That that's how I took that too. Yeah. Uh because yeah, because they've clearly heard that before, and
0: they weren't shocked by know. that. but yeah. everybody else started to be with the tortilla trick that was new, that her Elsa telling those people, like, what is this? It's a tortilla.
2: <laughs> like, yeah over
1: and over. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> that was so good.
1: Yeah, that might have been her funniest slide. Yes.
0: yes. Uh, and I oh, think that man. this is where we start to see the chef being sincere to Margot that you shouldn't be here. And he's actually. I think at the beginning he is definitely worried about her and wants her to leave. And there's a moment where I think she could have left and she didn't. And we'll talk about that later on. But I think that's this is the part where we find him and her talking. And I think he's sincere in his delivery of "You shouldn't be here tonight," telling her to leave.
1: Oh yeah, I think that's like yeah, obvious in retrospect. And I love how how unclear it is. Uh huh. That that's that is not. I mean, I did not see that coming at all, like not knowing what this movie was about at all. Yeah, I was not yet in the mind frame of like, oh god. I mean, obviously, it's this this course where it really turns. Yeah. Um. But, so yeah, like he he's just being a complete dick. I'm just still trying to figure out what this guy is, like what the chef is. Yeah. And I thought he was just insane and just furious. I thought he was. Obs- I I was reading it still then as him being like obsessive. And upset that she was messing up the plan that he had for the night. But I did not know what that plan was. And I thought that anger was purely like artistic. Sure. Uh, and it's so great that in retrospect, it's clear that he cares that she's like, he knows that she really doesn't deserve it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He can see that right away, which is so cool that like he could, he's been around the served so many times that he knows she's not one of them. Like, yeah, she's not that. Uh, the tortilla tricks were great. Uh, the the finance bros getting hit with all that tax evasion shit and like fake scripts and the wife of the old couple seeing the um him on dates with other people and uh, Tyler's getting pictures of him taking pictures of the food, which he knows would be is like the only thing they could insult him on at this point is like you're being a dick in front of the chef because like he already knows what's going to yeah. happen.
2: <laughs> that That was funny to me, too because I mean, like literally just now thinking back, cause I didn't know at the time that he knew what was going to happen. Yeah. Why is he taking pictures? Yeah. Yeah. He literally, Oh my God. He, he knows, he knows these pictures are never going to be seen, shared, looked at again. He still can't help himself. You, Holy shit. Do you really think
1: he believed that he was going to die at the end of 100%. the night? Oh yeah. Really? His character. I think leads so too. I to yeah.
0: conclusion. hundred percent.
1: He will do anything <sighs> for that guy. I did.
0: That's why it's I know, so perfect I, way I, that he made him die. I yeah, he, I
1: love that. Yeah, I just I still at that time I didn't think that he really when when he came to the island I didn't interpret it as he believed that that's what was going to happen.
0: Right. I, I
1: thought he was just like I thought he was just like this is all he kept saying it's a game. You know I thought he thought that this was like something else was a, gonna a, happen a performance didn't get. a performance thing. Yeah, yeah. that's Maybe. what I yeah, thought exactly. on the first
0: viewing, one hundred percent. But by the time I watched it the second time. You can kind of see it happen, and you're like, damn, his performance is so good. Because he's straddling that line of like, don't know versus no. <laughs> Do you want to pause and get that? Interesting. It's up to Interesting.
2: you. I think I'll. Reminder to just... Jake that we are okay. recording video. I know, yeah. That's why it's bothering me so much. <laughs> Normally, I wouldn't care.
0: Hey, there we go. Oh, but I wouldn't be able to see your that's, pretty face.
2: That's good enough.
0: Now it's like you're in a, what's his face? Movie The guy with all the lens flares. Who's that guy? Uh JJ Abrams. Yeah, 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 You're in JJ B- J. Abrams movie.
2: How did Nate know that?
1: That's impressive. I've just been studying the <laughs> names of people in the cinema industry so that I continue to win every game. Oh my, from you from won one on.
2: game. Well, the one next one's game about movies. I will soon be known as the champion. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright, well then you have to play me in a game. That's the that's the champion level. <laughs> Uh,
1: <laughs> only if you promise to double your gummy count
0: alright I'm down I can do that uh, <laughs> pop, pop, All you right. Don't know how I, you don't know how I watch Jeopardy every night do you <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's the third course chicken thigh taco night fourth course is the mess and this is where shit hits the fan like officially the last one's weird but it's weird only to a point this one is where you start to go it was, what the fuck
1: I mean it's it's like a perfect like jackknife escalation yeah i was to say the third course was the first one where i was like oh this is sinister rather than just like interesting yes yes i mean one of my favorite parts of the movie is i had absolutely no idea what was going to happen or expect i knew that it was a restaurant and that it got it was a thriller Mm -hmm. but like i was not expecting murder no Uh, but anyway Yeah. yeah this is where it goes nuts
2: so so before going into this movie uh i just you know no trailers I, I looked at a couple of descriptions, you know, and it was like, Oh, and you know, these, these fine diners go and but it's a, you know, the, something about the food and it's a twist. They don't expect my whole thought up until this dish was that this chef is like feeding them people or something. Yeah. That, yeah. That and and oh, sure. and, then, and especially that was reinforced when they were making a big deal about the smoke house.
1: Yeah, that loved. was and I'm like, oh, I bet they. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm
2: like, I bet they're like feeding them people, and they're mm-hmm. going to reveal that at the end.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn, I. That's a good point. Yeah. Um. Did you think that Jeremy wanted to kill himself in that moment, or did it feel like? Because the emotions on his so, face are definitely like depression and sadness. But do you think that's him accepting his fate, or him like not sure he wants to go through with it in that moment?
2: I so, I, like thinking back on it at the end of the movie, because I I did think about that. I think that maybe part of him was upset that he didn't get to stay till the end, and that's what upset him.
0: Damn.
2: Because all of the chefs were, it's like a cult, you know? They were all dedicated to this. Right. And so I don't think he was any different. I think part of what upset him was, that he never got to see it through to the end, so he never got to wow. see this this perfect dish.
1: That's so mm-hmm. true. I like that a lot. Yeah, that's really interesting because i I have I thought a lot about like what were What were these people like? What was this? What went on before that we saw this? That yeah, it's it's like a cult. It's I was. That was that was one of the things that was the biggest like dangling question for me is like how did he get these people invested in this or break them in such a way that it's just like it is absolutely a cult. Yeah. How long were they there? What like what were they doing? I'm so curious. Well, even uh, even in a, in when a,
2: you when you see their bunker or yep. their their cabin, their dwelling, yep. and you know whatever they they live there, but the fact that what freaked me out was that the toilets were just there. No, yeah, Yeah. no, no stalls, no anything, just toilets in the middle of the room. And I'm like, the, there's something, you know, that's when I started thinking like, these people are weird.
0: Yeah. On a pedestal almost. And the line that he does of like, mine is the only kind of art that literally turns into shit in your stomach is so good. Yeah. He says that. Oh my God. I love that line.
1: Yeah. Uh, So yeah. Yeah. As you said, as you said that about the the he was sad he didn't get to see it that's that's really interesting because I thought it was I thought it was really interesting that as I was thinking about it as a cult you might have like if an actor read that that he's like the they're in this cult and he's like really kicking off this this menu you could have played it as like uh like giddy mm-hmm. like yeah uh, which would have been also very creepy but he's so sad like all the way through. Yeah. I think it makes sense with what they're saying, but like, he could. Yeah, I could also see it as being like a big part in it. And instead, it's just he's the saddest person until Tyler. <laughs>
0: We're kind of rooting for Tyler to do that towards that point of the movie. You're like, oh hell yeah, yeah, let's go, yeah. Uh, then the finger gets cut off, and it's the ring finger on the wedding hand. Hilarious.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, that was that, that was a not so subtle. Yeah, you know. Well, you know, because when they brought up the tortillas, as soon as as soon as she was, well, you thought it was weird too. Even when you know, well, because again, I, I had that that feeling about Margot, yeah, right from the start. So then, when she's when the wife was like, "Do you know her? Do you know?" And then I'm like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, knows her." That starts. So then that is a weird coincidence. Now that I think about it, that is a weird thing as well. Yeah.
0: Do you think she's been there before? uh, who, Margo? Do you think he took her there?
2: No, I don't okay. think he took her there because she was. This was all new to her, Right. and okay. he would have known her then. Yeah. Oh sure. The, the chef. chef and he yep. didn't. That's true. But uh, yes, and then yeah. So then when they showed the the tortilla and she's like, "Who are you know? Who's you with this woman?" Then you know he's been cheating. So then when they when they say you're cutting off a finger, all right, yeah. we'll choose for you. I'm like ah, yeah. <laughs>
1: That's great. Uh, I will say yeah. the figure is, is really important to me too because even up until then, even when the sous chef shot himself, I still was thinking that this was just a crazy cult like delivering this insane experience. I thought they were like making a statement mm-hmm. in the movie, making a statement about like how fucked up these people are and how like they treat servers. Mm-hmm. But I still didn't, expect that they were going to kill them right right and the finger is the real turn for me on that where it's like oh no like as soon as they you know bring him back i'm like oh they're all gonna die oh okay (laughs) yeah this is the end for everybody yeah Yeah. um but i did love uh you kind of got into a little bit the all the rationalizations from everyone like no one was nervous except for the wife of the husband, the husband and wife, and Margo. Uh-huh. Everyone else was like playing it off, like, "Oh, he's in on it, right?" Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: A, because the husband and wife has and... seen it before, and they know it's going really weird now. And B, mm-hmm. uh, Margo knows none of this is right because it's all fucking weird. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, yeah, some rich shit. Yeah. So the fourth this ain't some rich shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's,
2: that's great. Uh, yeah.
0: So the chef takes Margo back again and says, all right, you have 15 minutes to tell me what your decision is on what side you're going to die on. Um, and he gives her an out later that we'll get to now the fifth course, the palate cleanser, which I think is an interesting uh, name and course because I feel like this is where the tone shifts completely for the movie too. So it's like a genre cleanser almost as well. Like up to this point, it's kind of a thriller. Maybe not even, maybe just like an interesting character piece, but now it turns into like horror thriller territory, which I really like. Yeah. Um, everybody gets to the reason for being there. Chef goes down and undresses each one of them uh, for why they're a piece of shit and why they should be there, which is great. Um, and he, this is where he does the turns to shit in your gut line, which I really liked. Um, and uh, yeah, that's, I like this a lot. And still Tyler's sitting there, "Uh, chef, am I getting a hint of whatever he says in this? And chef's like, yeah,
1: (laughs) that was also a laugh out loud moment for me when everyone else is freaking out and he's still just trying,
0: still trying to make the chef love him. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, it's funny. Yeah. Because right before that, the chef is like, all right, the the floor is open. Does anyone have any questions, uh, you know, about me or about uh, Hawthorne? And that was his question. Like, (sighs) You have this guy that's clearly setting you up, and you know, and doing all this stuff. And your question is: Am I detecting a hint of bergamot? <laughs> yeah, what a fucking at, idiot! Oh. At this point, had they had they done the uh, that investor?
0: I think so. I think the investor was the
1: fifth course. Okay. Yeah.
0: 'Cause it all kinda happens at once.
2: Yeah, but
1: that, that yeah, that that this one. That's when yeah, because the tech bro or the 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 finance bros are trying to uh talk their way out of it. Oh, that's right. He tries and to break so, yeah. the
0: window and shit, and then he sit, she sits him down and then she says Yeah. And he shows yeah. him the angel investor. Oh my god, that's horrifying too. Just getting slowly lowered yeah. your death. Holy shit. And listen, yeah. listen. And then Tyler's sitting there with his eyes closed, like trying to get it, like, Oh yeah, I get it. <laughs>
2: yeah. Such an idiot. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. This is the silence. He's like, I can hear it. I can oh, yeah, hear man. it. It's fucking cool.
0: Um, so that's the fifth course. <laughs> oh my god. And then they go outside for the sixth course, Man's Folly, where Catherine, one of the other chefs, uh, goes on a story about how Chef Slovic tried to make sexual advances towards her. She refu She said no a couple times, and then he just didn't talk to her for six months. So she stabs him in the thigh with those scissors, which is what he did to his dad. When she was when he was trying to kill his mom, um, and then they give the men forty five seconds to try to get away, and every man except for Tyler tries to make it sound like I'll come back for you. Like they all think they're going to make it, which I think is hilarious, and it just proves like man's folly, <laughs> like right there. Oh yeah. yeah. They're all like telling you, like, telling their whoever they're with, like I'm sorry, I'll send help, like I'll, I'll get you, and then they just take off, and none of them make it, <laughs> which is awesome. Uh, and the women are just in the back kinda getting to know each other and I think um this is where the wife realizes who Margot is and how Margot knows the husband. Do we know has Margot already told Chef what what she did? Or is that next? That's next,
1: isn't yes. it? Yes. Uh when when he bring oh, is it? It's I, did, I guess they might have had multiple conversations. They had three. In the office. Yeah, they had. it's the second one. In the office. So it must have been, yeah, okay. the, in the okay.
0: office. It was already happened. Yeah. Where she says that he paid her to stand in front of her while he masturbates and pretend to be his daughter. And that was just like, oh, my God. like Yeah. yeah. Ooh. And the wife keeps bringing it up early in the movie. Like, oh, she looks just like her daughter. And he's like, no, don't. Oh, stop saying that. Yeah I, don't, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. So uh, gross. And then the last person gets a passard egg which i don't know anything about i was going to look it up beforehand but i'll do it right now so what do you guys have to say about this (laughs)
2: uh i was i really wanted to know the rest of the rule explanation because he's like you know he was saying okay the men get a 45 second head start to leave and (laughs) if you if you get caught and then one guy just takes off and then and he goes all right the time starts now and i was so mad I would have been so mad if I was on that island. Cause I would have been like, no, the time doesn't start. You finish telling me the rules. Yeah.
0: Let's get some more rules here.
1: I, I absolutely would have been furious if I was there, but yeah. I, I loved it in the movie because then you're just like, Oh fuck. Are they all going to die? <laughs> like any, they make it worse for themselves because the answer couldn't have been anything, but we bring you back. Right. Because that's yeah. what they do. But I thought they were going to kill all the men. And I was like, God damn, this is, and and it lets you believe that.
2: Well, that's why I was thinking too. I was like, I think Tyler might be the smart one here because he didn't run. And I was thinking it's probably worse if you run and get caught than if you don't run. Mm -hmm. But then then he made Tyler run. Yeah, yeah.
0: And then you see him like peeking through the window trying to see what they're eating.
1: Yeah, yeah, he didn't (laughs) even try and get away. So
2: good. I guess that's the
1: most convincing evidence that he actually thought they were going to die. Yeah. I guess he could go either way. He does not take it seriously or he's just that fucking obsessive. But Both, yeah. That was great.
0: Which is why it's, his character's written so oh. well because you could see either side of it very easily.
1: Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, one thing that I th- I thought was really interesting here was that I, I was thinking about whether the chef is doing this as like an apology to the sous chef or whether it's just he thinks an interesting... Uh, you know and that it just enhances the menu uh because hmm. like it gives like it's like we're we're dying like i might i'll give you a chance to be in a starring role and like call me out on this or whether he just thought it fit well no like, i can't he,
2: decide what the answer is he, he he did say that that was uh that that was her dish so so it was her idea mm. to do that dish just like the uh, the mess
1: yeah. Yeah, because that was the uh, thing
2: too. He said that the mess was the creation of that other chef. Of Jeremy, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: True. So so does he work with his two shoe chefs and they go through this whole story and then he's like, okay, what do you want to do? And they're both that they're both they're his two highest acolytes. Yeah. And they both want to like up the violence <laughs> yeah. Abby, of what he's trying to do.
0: Abby and I watched this and she said that the perfect prequel is them planning the the dinner. Like the whole movie is just them planning the dinner, and then the perfect uh, like sequel to this would be Anya Taylor Joy's character going back to the real world and figuring out like, do I tell anybody? Does anybody know about this? Like that kind of thing. I think that'd be really cool to see.
1: Yeah, there's gonna be some questions. Yeah, hey, where did to go? Um no, no. Yeah, that's great. Also, yeah, uh, the this sous chef was my third laugh out loud laugh out loud line when there talking about it and trying to talk her out of uh oh yeah she's like oh no that was my idea <laughs> yeah she, uh, yeah
2: yeah because I, the the food critic was like trying to bribe her and be like oh i you you should get your own place i could i could help with that yep yep that was great
1: just uh corruption all the way down so then they but yeah when, when she was so excited yeah that really made me laugh it was so charming so good
0: then they walk all the boys back everybody gets back to their seat and then we do the reveal that Tyler knew the whole time that everyone was going to die. And chef says that this is an audible. So I think this is where chef is trying to let Margot go, right? He's trying to give her a way out. So chef takes care of Tyler by having him cook. And it's hilariously bad. And he just shits on him, but he whispers something in his ear and then he goes, hangs himself, <laughs> which
1: I thought was so good. Like the perfect way for Tyler to die. Um, one yeah. one thing I really liked was watching him uh try to cook because I get nerves but like he's still like he's passing him off with his foodie I guess I don't know dude if some foodies don't cook themselves if they just like to go and experience the food sure. but he was See, so bad at cooking yeah. like yeah i i am I am not a cook cook but like he was so bad maybe he is rich well uh, you,
2: you <laughs> I, I think he I think they want you to think that he cooks because he he has one of those machines. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's what made me think that he was like. I was like, how
1: are you so bad at? But this? But I think he wants other people to think he cooks. That's the other big thing. That, that that's his I whole think so, personality. Yeah. Like, but like Taylor, that, but that's what I really enjoyed. I enjoyed seeing how bad he was. Yeah, uh, just it's a really another really revealing character moment for him. It was great. Like, if you have any competence, you could have done something. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh so then see, cook the pork chop for like a minute yeah i think it's
0: done oh, <laughs> that's good everybody look around we're gonna see a did new you, way to chop leeks <laughs> like he's just blah, blah, blah. oh yeah, yeah just,
2: and then the, the shallots
1: yeah. he like he just the cut the shallots
2: like in half yeah
1: and...
2: yes oh my god um
1: did you say the name of this uh dish tyler's bullshit uh, on the menu card tyler's yeah bullshit. yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: it was good um and then the chef takes Margot aside this is where he tells her to go get the barrel so here's two things i think about this the barrel's not needed for the s'mores although we see it at the end it's on the table i think there's another barrel somewhere he never told elsa about it because he didn't think we needed it and i think this was his way to get Margot out he expected her to do the selfish thing and leave but instead she did the righteous thing and try to come back for everybody because she is a server not those who are served so I think that's when he starts to turn and be like, all right, fuck you. You're dying. Then when he, when she comes back, because he's now she's trying to ruin his menu when the coast guard comes in. And I think that's when he turns to like, all right, you're dying too.
1: I I really liked when I read uh, your, your comment about this. Cause I did not see that. I, but I a hundred percent think you're right. I interpreted it as him just recruiting, like bringing her into the crew. And as soon as you said that, and I thought about it, I thought, there's no fucking way that any of them would have messed up yep. and forgotten something. Yep. Yeah. So I think you're totally right that he was giving her an out. I did not think that when I saw the movie, no. I thought he just thought everyone agrees with me and she's just now part of the crew. You know, he's trying to, he's trying to like make her part of the cult. Like he did everyone else yep. by, cause that's a very cult move. Also like dish, dissing his, like one of his high level lieutenants and saying I'm giving you this very important job. Yes. I took it as him trying to recruit her. Yeah. But I think you're very right that it's actually him trying to like let her escape.
0: And the fact that he did it in front of Elsa is like Elsa's way to show her Like I think I don't think he thought Elsa would do what she did because I don't think he noticed the other things she was doing to Margot throughout the night. Like I think Elsa knew oh, before sure. yeah. she did that Margot was yeah. out like
1: different, you know what I mean? Yeah. This is where she's like looking up to the cult, she's trying to impress him still uh-huh. and he did not did not see that yep.
2: did did you notice when Margot and elsa were fighting and Margot hits elsa with that machine that uh, you know she just pulls it off the counter and bam and hits her yeah it, it it's, it's that that powder machine that tyler oh, said. No oh i have one of those yeah
0: oh my god that's great
1: that is great what a good
0: ah just so many good movie moments in this
1: yeah um I think that is part of this. I I don't know who wrote this, but uh, Seth. I think Reese a lot of this movie and Will is a, Tracy. Don't know there. I I don't know, no. but just that I, I think a lot of the movie is about like the obsessiveness of art. Yeah, and I think that they probably can relate because I'm pretty sure it's it's a it's one of those movies that like every detail is thought out.
0: Uh, so the, uh, these writers previously worked for Late Night with Seth Meyers, Comedy Bang Bang, and The Onion. So that's why it's so bitingly funny in moments. Uh, also yeah. on Succession and Last Week Tonight.
1: Okay, well, the, and there's the attention to detail. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: The director directed some of Succession, Game of Thrones, Shameless, bunch of other stuff. Um, And then she called the Coast Guard and the Coast Guard shows up, which is wild. Such a good turn. Uh, but before that, we get some funny lines. Including the um, the assistant to John Leguizamo, where he's trying to like help her, and he's like, "Well, why is she here? What's she doing here?" And the chef goes, "Where did you go to college?" And she goes, "Brown." And he goes, "Do you have any student loans?" And she goes, "No." And he goes, "Well, you're dying." <laughs> so yeah.
1: that was a great
0: line. What are, like, we're on the chef's side at that point. We're kind of relating to it. Like, yeah, fuck a killer. That's hilarious.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because at that point, you're just convinced. Like, okay, all these people can die. Yep. Yep. You know. Yep. But it it did it did occur to me at uh like slightly before that i was like she's kind of the odd one out well and the other one too is the 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 jaded rich wife yeah like you know it's like okay maybe she's not the greatest person but what what did she really do
0: yeah and uh she yeah i mean she plays an important part at the end okay. i think but that's about yeah. it.
1: yeah i i think of all the people the rich couple were like the people i was the least excited to see die yeah uh, like I think that Part of that for me was That like this movie is a split Between like these people are awful And like this chef has been pushed to his breaking point Like some of the other stuff Like the the finance bros And the food critic who's just a total Hypocrite and an asshole And like ruining people's lives We are ready to be like yeah Fuck those people Yeah, uh, But the Rich people were more offensive to The chef Yes they were more offensive to an artist yeah. who were like okay. you yeah. don't appreciate I, yeah. it.
2: Yep, and I could I could see that where they were more of a, a personal grudge for the chef. Yeah, yep. because yeah. you know at the end and the the chef's aware of this too. It's not like he's he's ignorant of it, but he's he's not saying I'm a good person and you're not. You know, we're all going down here. Yeah, yeah. I think that's really and important. So too. I, yeah, and so I think I think he was uh, like thinking on it now. I think he was totally willing to kill people who were. You know, probably mostly innocent just because yeah. of a personal grudge. Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, I think they represented like excess of privilege, but I don't think I, I wasn't like, yeah, they should die. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh As much.
0: Yeah. Um, Then we have the fake birthday where they bring out the birthday cake to the finance bros. And it's the trailer line. If you did watch the trailer where they bring it out. And they set the cake down. He's like, you told him it was my birthday? And the guy goes, it was funny like three hours ago, <laughs> which is so good. <laughs> cool. um, and then they, the chef keeps talking, and he says, did, you just, did he just quote Martin Luther King? Like, that's what John Leguizamo says to another one of the bros. They had some good lines in there. Um, then the Coast Guard guy shows up, and I think first watch through, it's an amazing moment because you're, like, pretty sure they're going to get out and, like, everything's going to be fine. And then he lights the candle that the chef just put out, and you're like, Fuck. God damn it! He got me again. That's really. Okay,
1: I, I didn't think they were gonna get out. I, I thought the Coast Guard guy was gonna die. Oh, um, I, uh, in I, I some agree. Way. I, I thought the shot was just
2: gonna slice
1: them up, But, and, but I can see how it turns from like it was. It was like one of the most tense scenes to probably really funny on the second watch around. Yes, it was. Uh, yeah, I, I pictured two them because they had to. They had to. Uh, Would you say they had to improvise that? And they still got in a bit about making the actor sign an autograph yeah. just to just to give him a chance to try to ask for help and to make fun of him at the same 100%. time. A hundred percent. I love that movie. He's like that movie's so good. Specifically that yeah. movie. Uh, yeah, the irony on the second. And the reaction, actor looks so. at
0: the chef when he says that movie he goes, Oh yeah, you liked it, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the audacity. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Um so while Margot's in the other restaurant. She looks in the silver door that we see in the first restaurant that we never actually go inside. Um, and in that silver door there's like the shrine all the old stuff that the chef did, including the last time it looked like he had fun cooking which was making cheeseburgers. So she comes back she thinks she's gonna die, but well, she's pretty sure she's gonna die and she finds the one way out, which is I think it's interesting it's important that she is a service worker like like a sex service worker. Because she, her whole job is to please men and, and get away and leave, right? That's like the job of a, a hooker or whatever. Please men and leave, an escort. So she finds a way to please him and leave by getting the cheeseburger to go. And I think that's just an incredible moment for her. The second time watching it, I put that all together a lot more. The first time I was like, damn, that's smart. Get him to make the cheeseburger. But then all the other stuff started trickling in the second time. Um, and he smiled for the first time. While he's making this burger. Um, and the way that she watches him her eat is like you know she won at that point. Um, and when she's walking out, the she has this like moment of should I go back again and try to help them, which she did do the last time. And the old lady gives her like the go. Like, we got this. I was like, damn yeah. that old lady just saved everybody. That's or saved her anyway, like kinda gave her forgiveness, told her, you know we got this yeah. we deserve this you don't kind of thing
1: yeah i think i i think on the, the first watch the the figuring out how to please please him i really like that I, I i think uh my interpretation was that she was reminding him like she was giving him one last like actual pleasurable experience uh and so yeah, when you said like, oh yeah, that's her job, I was like, oh god damn, like yeah, she's she's a pro, yeah. uh, like, just like that understanding of psychology, uh, that not just uh, sex workers, but also uh, service people that anyone oh, yeah. who works in the service industry has to have, yeah, uh, you know, to survive.
0: Yeah, and I think that proved to him, un- maybe subconsciously, that she is a server, not a served, and that kind of let him okay you should go. Yeah. Like he brought, brought him back to that.
2: I would also say I'm, I'm pretty certain that he was fully aware. Like, you know, when, when she asked for it, when he's, you know, and then, and then too, when she goes, can I get the rest to go? He, he thinks for, it's not like a, oh yeah, you know, he's, he thinks about it and he's not really sure. And he decides yes. So I think he's, he knows like, okay, I'm, I wouldn't even call it manipulation because I think to be, I think to be manipulated there kind of has to be a thing of mm-hmm. you know you don't know you're being manipulated right right um yeah. but but I I think he's fully aware like oh, okay I just I sort of got played here she you know she must have gotten in the silver room she saw that but I think he decided you know even knowing that okay I'll let her go. Yeah, I,
1: uh, you you said like yeah when we were talking that you didn't think he was fooled. Like I agree, I don't think he was fooled. I think he just appreciated it. Yeah, I think yeah he he had been obsessing over this menu for probably months, year, whatever. Mm-hmm. He he was so wrapped up in thinking about how much he hated everything, and she reminded him, and he has like a knowing smile when she orders the burger. Yeah, he just said the thing that reminded him of like what he actually loves in the world. And it was like releasing her was appreciation for that.
0: Yeah. And by the way, if you are under the influence when you watch this movie and you get to the cheeseburger scene, you pull out DoorDash and you order the first cheeseburger you see because that thing looks so good. Uh oh yeah, my no, God.
2: that cheeseburger looked amazing.
0: I was sitting there last night I, and I, I was just like,
2: like I learned how to properly make a burger. God
0: damn it, I want that. Oh, it looks so good. Yeah. Uh, I have
2: that argument yeah, even uh, with, with people all good. the time about American cheese. Yes. You know, because like you hit, you hit a level of like food sophistication and you're like, Oh, American cheese. Ooh, blah. <laughs> it's like American cheese is really good. And it has a purpose.
1: Exactly. And he knew it right away. Exactly. A purpose. The uh-huh. explanation is, is so good. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm one of those snobs that uh is like would not ha- would not use American cheese, even though I did as a child growing up. Yeah. yeah. And I love that love that explanation. That's
0: great. Um so she escapes, and then we get to the final course, the s'mores, which he explains is like an offense on all taste, which I disagree with because I fucking love s'mores. I
2: thought yeah, I thought that was a bit harsh, yeah. but <laughs> s'mores are awesome.
1: I, uh I wonder if there's anyone who is on the chef's side for that. I don't know. We're the same thing. We're like, fuck you. Don't like s'mores. Yeah.
0: <laughs> maybe that was the moment he wanted. Maybe that was the thing that the writers thought would make us want all of them to die at that point. Is that you don't like s'mores?
1: <laughs> oh yeah. They no. They got to a point. Uh, they did a first shot of the film, and they were like, everyone's being sad when the chef kills himself. <laughs> all right, throw this line. Hey,
0: Ray Fines, talk about how shitty s'mores are for about five minutes here, real quick. Okay. <laughs> Um, and I like how they all gave up to the point where like a string of marshmallows made them not able to like fight back even anymore. Like they put this armor over them, but it's just marshmallows, and they're like, "Oh,
2: I can't." Well, get yeah, out. and well, because by then they they'd given up. Like every single person there knew they were gonna die, but they accepted just...
0: it. That was the big key.
2: I think. I think part of it, like
1: on some of their faces, where there was still terror, some of them accepted it. I yeah. think the wife kind of like closed her eyes. The, the 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 finance bros look scared. One of them said thank like, you. This is just so surreal. Like this is like being uh like in a satan, like being sacrificed in a satanic ritual. I think they were just like yeah. paralyzed yeah. by how insane it was.
0: I took it as the menu worked. Like the chef said that the theme of this movie is that the menu has to work. Like all this stuff is gonna lead to this endpoint and it'll work. And it did. Because he is that good at making food and putting it together, that by the end they all felt like shit and felt like they deserved to die. I think.
1: Yeah, like they they yeah he entranced
0: whoop, them. Whoop. <laughs> As Margo's eating her burger and wiping her mouth with the menu that he put together because yeah. she didn't even buy it. That was a great touch. Yeah. The 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 menu that was nice.
1: Oh, I was gonna say too. You, you said she didn't buy. I feel like part of the escaping too was, uh, you know, he he talks a lot about. Cause a lot of it's about all these people who like consume this culture and don't, don't think about it. When she asked him, like went through the routine of asking him how much it was going to cost. Yeah. And like showing yeah. that she's never done something like this, where you don't even like, there's no prices uh-huh. involved and all that went through the whole routine. Oh, I thought that was really And good. made it
0: a combo meal. Does that, does it come with fries? Yeah.
1: When he tells yeah, her the he... price at nine <laughs> she's like, yeah, that come with fries. Like, does that
2: come with fries? <laughs> What one, one thing that very minorly bugged me is she left a 10 so she didn't I feel like she would have tipped.
0: Mm. Uh, and and, that
2: and is a he's a good point. He did say that uh you know w- when he was giving a, a speech at the end he said that that gratuity was included but she was already gone by then. Yep. So yeah. so that, that's that's, that's my one very minor thing. Yeah, by yeah. one very minor thing that I think would have would have made this movie just a little bit better was that's, if she, I think she should have tipped.
0: That's where you should have thrown yeah. in the gratuities included
2: line is there. She oh, should have yeah, put yeah. 12
0: down and he would have said ah, tips included. And then, you know,
2: Oh could, yeah. Yeah. Grab her t- before she leaves. Yeah. yeah. That would have been cool. Yeah. But I,
0: I, that is a good point. I didn't think of that, but i like that. That would be a nice change. Um, so let's go through some of the questions that we thought of while we were watching this movie. I think some of them we can skip because we already kind of went over it. What makes this movie good or bad? The last hour of conversation, Um, what are some takeaways of this movie again, last hour of conversation. Uh, so do you think we're supposed to be on the side of the chef? And if so, were you?
2: I think it, I think it changes throughout the movie. I think at the start you're on the side of the guests or at least some of them, obviously you hate some of them right off the bat. Sure. And then a little bit into the movie, you're you're on the side of the chef and the the staff, and then by the end, you're really just on Margot's side.
0: Yeah, I think so.
2: Yeah, I, I think the I, same. I, I think... Yeah, I, I think you can agree with the chef on some things, but he's still he's still a nut job. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Oh, I really like what you, uh, I can't remember what you said that like by the end, it's it's clear that or that he he doesn't say like i'm good and you're bad he's like yeah. i've i've destroyed my own life so when it was just taking them down obviously you're like the chef is winning uh winning your well even to the first two courses that are like normal courses mm-hmm. and he's just being like a total freak i not knowing what the movie's about i was like is this just about this insane dude <laughs> uh and like he's uh, like you kind of get a feel for some of the characters and that they're all douchey but like yeah. Uh like I, I'm ready for the, the finance bros to die. But yeah. it's at that point I'm just like, oh, this chef's such a pretentious dick. Mm. And then as it goes on, you realize like he's broken. Yeah. He's like his life has been destroyed and they broke both him. by himself and by his customers. Yeah. yeah. And he hates them. And it uh you know, you and then you like hate the the all of the customers. And then as he starts to like commit violence, you're like, oh man, like there is no sympathy in this movie, and obviously, yeah. except for Margot, which is why she's there. You know, you have to have a self-insert character. Yeah, it'd be weird if just everyone died. <laughs> I mean, it'd be great. It would just be a much bleaker movie, right? Uh, that would not would would not have had as much mass appeal. No, I would have
2: it. What happened to the uh, Coast Guard? guy he was he turned guy. he took his he was one of the waiters
0: yeah, he took his jacket off and turned oh back so, okay so he just rejoined In yeah, like okay. the
1: background they start changing him back into his costume like okay. again like a cult like there's people hand like putting things on to him. Yeah. yeah it's wild
0: um what was oh was one of the messages about com- commodification of art in general and was it pretentious
1: yeah so i i wrote this i was i was thinking about it over the last like couple days about again with the chef he's talking about like how much he hates these people like he hates the rich couple who just like eats his food and doesn't appreciate it doesn't think about it uh and part of me is thinking like he's the one who's charging that much for his food yeah like you know uh obviously it's going to cost more for this preparation and stuff but he's the one who brings himself to this level where the art that he wants to be appreciated can only be afforded by people who can't appreciate it.
0: Do you think that's all and, him though? Or do you think that's partly like the world that he lives in the, the critic world of like, if he made a burger, they would just, yeah, well that's him.
1: where, yeah, that's where, yeah, the commodification. Okay. And that's why the critic is there, I think, because yeah. he's like having to compete and that makes it go up. And then he's at a point where like, he's making art and no one can appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of uh, like this. And Taylor says, something really, really, really interesting that you, that goes with that line of the, the shit, uh line is that we were talking about whether this is about art in general like also like artists you know as they become more successful art is only bought by the incredibly rich and like yeah the stereotype is that it's stored in like a warehouse and art a lot of fine art is just is just a business it's all kind of like almost a scam like a business yeah but at least for like paintings and stuff that becomes great work it does a lot of it ends up in a museum where even though it's owned by a rich person, there are other artists can appreciate it. And like food might be one of the only things where that's not the case. Yeah. Like that food turns into shit and there's no one except for them there that can appreciate it. True. Damn.
0: Yeah. That's very true.
1: And if you, and also this actually exists, this food, like, that's, I mean, I'm sure there are people who appreciate it yeah. and who can afford it, but it's like a small intersection. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you, you're like, like, yeah, oh, go ahead. Nope. You got it. Oh, just like, you know, there are people who like save up and like, it's a huge treat. Like, you know, we're not at $1,200 a head, but we'll, you know, go to a dinner for like a hundred yeah. bucks and like, can't stop thinking about it. But yeah. the old couple who just like, this is just their dinner. Yeah, like they do act like they're at uh, home. That like was the gross. conversations that they I have. Know. <laughs> it was so like they're not talking about the food once. Nope.
0: Couldn't it's name so the food gross that he had the last yeah. time he was there.
2: Yeah. 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 Oh, and because for a second you thought that was a uh, like a little redeeming moment for the wife when she's like, Cod, Cod. Yeah. It's like it wasn't cod. She didn't even know. It's just some fucking
1: fish. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's nuts. Um so
0: would you eat a twelve hundred fifty dollar per head at restaurant if you could and let me add to this now that you've seen this movie would you think about that as you're shitting the next day too
2: <laughs> Ooh, i, I mean, would say you gotta save that shit yeah. i would i don't know i'm tempted to say yes but also i feel like i feel like i'd get more value out of like six two hundred dollar meals yeah yeah than one, $1 twelve hundred dollar yeah. sure. meal you know I I I think there's like a realistic limit to how much you can enjoy a single meal and experience like that. Like, would you have sushi Uh, at
0: Jiro's in Japan?
2: How much is that?
0: I don't know. Expensive as shit, I'm sure.
1: Like, I guess there's two parts to that. It's like. Would you as yourself right now, and would you if you were impossibly rich? Right. Like, yeah, yeah, that's that's as the thing myself, too. I like, know,
2: like, like right now, a twelve hundred dollar meal is, you know, completely theoretical. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. but yeah,
1: like, you know, I I could forego, like, you could forego an entire vacation and go to this restaurant. I know yeah. I would never do it. Right. I yeah. think I would take the opportunity if someone was like, we're giving away, uh, like, you know, some contest. After seeing this movie, I would uh at least think about it for a second, yeah but i I still think i would I would want to. I don't know if I'd be able to enjoy it thinking about like is this worth it even if i even if I hadn't paid for yeah. it yeah like is this yeah. really worth that much that might ruin the experience for
0: me right. I feel that way when I go to like um, Burger King, so I can imagine going to like <laughs> a big restaurant.
2: You're just you're just staring at your whopper thinking of the opportunity cost. Like fuck,
0: man, this is yeah. like $18. Like,
1: <laughs>
2: like not only is this like
1: worth the money, but yeah. like is anything worth like I like I I don't know if I could feel positive about like putting a spoon in my mouth and be like that was $200. Like and it's the whole plate that,
0: like you're done. It might be, that was the whole bite. Yeah. 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 I do I do really want and, to go to like and, a and Chef's Table in, restaurant though. Where like they you don't have any choice. You just like go in and what they
1: serve you is what they serve you, and they just make you, yeah.
2: yeah. See, yeah. I I think I would like that. I think I'd like you know, like a you know, food. Yeah, obviously not like something common. Yeah. But you know, okay. as as part of a vacation, or like Nate said, you know, as like a substitute of a part of a vacation or something. Right. You know, yeah. Uh, I th- I think that'd be cool.
0: Yeah. It's a great movie. We've spent almost as much time talking about this movie as this movie is. It's an hour and forty-seven minutes. Go check it out. It's on HBO right now. Yeah,
2: it was. It was a. It was a quick little movie. I. I feel like we're, like, movies are just long now. Oh you my know? god, they're longer.
0: It's so annoying. Yeah. and they don't need to be. Like Ant Man, and the whatever. Everything doesn't need to be four fucking hours. Calm
1: down. Is it four hours? I don't know. It's gonna be. Four. All right, we can. We can shit on Marvel after this. <laughs> but, but yeah, like yeah. This it's it's 1.4 avatars.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is like the rare, rare story where it's, I mean, not the rare story, but where I guess I don't think they were tempted to like bloat it out. Nope. Like it's, it's better for being tight. Like once, once it wraps yeah. up, it's uh, so
0: perfectly paced. Yeah, like it felt like in Bruges, and, and- not to that level, but like that level of smart pacing, where like you're not really thinking about you're watching a movie th- throughout any of it. It just kind of happens in front of you, and you're like, "Oh shit!" I yeah. like that kind.
2: It's of- it's that Raf finds touch.
0: It's true. You need Ray Fiennes to make it make it happen. Um, so it sounds like we'd all recommend this movie. Uh, we think you should watch it. Does anyone have a drink they would pair with this movie?
2: I I don't because I was really. I got stuck on should the drink to pair with this movie be a fancy, <laughs> crafted, expensive drink with meaning? Yep. Or should it be a PBR?
0: Yep, exactly. <laughs> I was gonna say Sprite. And, and I, spent, I, I think
2: the answer is yeah. it's both. Like
1: that's the recommendation. Yeah. yeah. I love that. That's great.
0: Um. So let's quick do our plugs for things that we're doing um you can find us on youtube.com slash at rum and cinema you can follow us on tiktok at rum and cinema and be sure to like and subscribe our youtube channel and wherever you get us on podcasts please leave us a review uh let's get to the game gentlemen the game is called movie fusion um it's kind of like that jeopardy category where it's like the front of one in the second half of another put together into one so here's the example one or fused if you will yeah fused i was trying to make it like a tex-mex joke because it's like that's a food fusion but i couldn't figure one out fast enough so nah. we're stuck with movie fusion um so this is an example okay so this is one of the clues would be the second movie in both franchises a so. real
2: congeal <laughs> So
0: I'm going to give you a clue that has to do with both of the movies and then I'll give you a description of both movies and you have to tell me what the movies are together in like the fun way they should be said. So this is the second movie in both franchises with the world now aware of his identity as Iron Man. Tony Stark must contend with both his declining health and a vengeful madman with ties to his father's legacy. As a former cop, Brian O'Connor is called upon to bust a dangerous criminal as he recruits the help of a former childhood friend and street racer, who has a chance to redeem himself and prove himself to his new
1: family. Ben, one clarification question: yeah. Did you think of this while high watching Jeopardy? No. <laughs> Doesn't sound like it's like idea. one of the recurring. That's one <laughs> no, of the, I know. That's one of my favorite Jeopardy categories. I like it. That's why you, I like I like it. So I wanted to use it.
0: So this movie is Iron Man Two, Fast Two Furious. Okay, so that's how it's gonna go. Um okay okay you're gonna buzz in and once you buzz in i stop reading and you get one guess if the other person the other person gets to just continue the clue from that point okay ready this one uh one is based on a book one is based on a graphic novel here's the reading in a magically realistic version of toronto a young man must defeat his new girlfriend seven evil exes one by one in order to win her heart while a former united states united nations employee gary lane Played by Brad Pitt, traverses the world in a race against time to stop a zombie pandemic that is toppling our I got it. All right, Nate.
1: Scott Pilgrim versus the World War Z. Yeah, nice. Oh, I'll <laughs> tra- for Nate.
0: Uh, um, Scott Pilgrim versus the World War Z. Well done. Round two. Nate's never up 1 Jake. <laughs> Nate won once and he's never giving it up, he says.
2: I know, yeah. All
0: right. One is a multiverse and one is in the past. A middle-aged Chinese immigrant is swept up into an insane adventure in which she alone can save existence by exploring other universes and connecting with the lives she could have led as a faded television actor played by Leonardo DiCaprio and a stunt double played by Brad B- it.
1: Nate?
2: Everything, everywhere, all at once upon a time in Hollywood. Yes, nice. <laughs> I've never seen the second movie in both of these. You haven't? Oh, damn! That's dang. your fault. I
0: tried to pick ones that we've, both, we've all seen, but I guess not. This one I know everyone's seen. I think. Maybe not. Um, one is in Japan. One is in South Korea. Five assassins, including Brad Pitt and Bad Bunny, aboard a swiftly moving bullet train.
1: Got it. Nate? Bullet train to pass <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay.
0: Bullet train's awesome, by the way, if you haven't seen it. That's a really fun movie. Yeah, bullet train I think we sick. I
1: think we recommended it. Yeah. yeah that was on the podcast about the last one we're gonna keep that going yeah definitely go see it
0: all right now the next two i tried this with abby and she said these two weren't fair because it's more of like the letters at the end sound the same rather than being like the same word so be ready to be upset
2: i always am i'm upset already so
0: (laughs) all right the clue here is neither of these movies are out yet okay and i need the full titles Scott Lang and Hope Van Dyne, along with Hank Pym and Janet Van Dyne, explore the quantum realm, where they interact with strange creatures and embark on an adventure that goes beyond the limits of what they thought was possible, as Christopher Nolan directs the story of American scientist J. Robert Oppenheimer and his role in the development of the atomic bomb.
1: I guess I got it. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantum Mania Oppenheimer. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Quantum Mania. That
1: is a stretch, right? Abby. If you watch this, you should have not let ben that.
2: <laughs> yeah, that that was that was trash. All right. uh, I, I couldn't. I, I, I knew couldn't for think sure the, what the movies
1: are, and you made me question myself.
2: Yeah. yeah, I I knew the movies, but I couldn't think of the like the connection? subtitle of Ant Man and the Wasp. Oh
0: yeah, yeah Quantum Mania. That's a tough one.
2: Yeah, yeah. I was like, I know it's Ant-Man and the Wasp, but I know it's Oppenheimer. It's literally but... a different vowel.
0: I know, but it sounds kind of <laughs> cool if you put it together like that.
2: Yeah, i I mad you preempted that by defending yourself, saying, well, they sound the same. Well, I was not going to say anything. how vowels work. But the way
0: this game has gone so far, I didn't want Jake to bring Johns up immediately and be like, whoa, 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 hang
2: on. Uh, two oh, hour f- you, you know I'll, I'll bring him up whenever.
0: No, I know. Two-hour, five-minute runtime on Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. So that's pretty good. Oppenheimer. I'm that's, guessing about I mean, five hours.
1: That's I'm impressed. Yeah, but I want it to be that long. Yeah.
2: Um, Ant Man and the Wasp. Ant Man and Wasp two no, hours.
1: Uh, Oppenheimer.
2: Oh, I watched like, a five
0: hour Oppenheimer. No word on Oppenheimer yet.
2: And five minutes of Marvel.
0: <laughs> Y'all just watch the end credit scene, honestly.
2: No, I I
1: also appreciate that Ant Man and the Wasp is only two hours and five minutes long instead of three and a half hours. Oh long. my god, that'd be terrible. I've never seen maybe that maybe yeah. they've edited it a little bit this time
0: or they can't afford Paul Rudd I mean, enough to be a three-hour movie. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right last one
0: both of these movies run around three hours long that's their connection. Christopher Nolan directs a team of explorers including Matthew McConaughey as they travel through a wormhole in space in an attempt to ensure human survival as the captions of our other movie tell a fictitious story about two legendary revolutionaries and their journey away from home before they started fighting for their country in the 1920s.
1: Got it, Nate. Okay. Oh, shit. Uh, the, I, I lost. I, no, I forgot what the first movie was already. Um,
0: Matthew McConaughey.
1: Interstellar RRR. Yeah,
0: Interstellar RRR. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that was a bit better, I think. It's at least the same letter.
2: I also have not Interstell- seen Interstellar. RR.
0: RR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You haven't seen Interstellar? Is that what you just said? Correct. Wow. I thought I thought Man. I thought Christopher Nolan movies were safe with this group. Like I figured we'd all seen them all by now. But that's good to know. Because we do. It, you can podcasts. safely
2: assume I've seen any movie we've done a podcast on. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, maybe we'll. I don't know if I'd even recommend. You gotta see Interstellar. I mean, it looks really cool, but I don't know if it's incredible.
2: It's. I just know people. Um, To all the soundtrack, all the soundtrack. Yeah,
1: and the fact that they like wrote
0: scientific papers off of the wormhole thing—that was cool. As,
1: as a big fan of hard sci-fi, I both love and fucking hate Interstellar. (laughs) So it's it's a tough call. Yeah. There's some really cool hard sci-fi in there, and there's some really fucking. Stupid stuff. Some uh,
0: Just like Christopher Nolan likes to do. Oh, time is an issue? <laughs> cool. Time. Um, yeah. Time. <laughs> <Some plans> of... <laughs> Alright everybody, thanks for listening to our episode today. Uh, I'd like to thank my guests Nate and Jake. I'm going to let them give you a review to leave you with. Jake, what should the people watch?
2: Uh, well, I feel like all of our review right now should be The Last of Us. Yeah, incredible yeah uh i assume we're all watching that i actually am not caught up same. i had i did not see last night's uh freaky friday episode same uh but yeah that's th- that that show's gonna go down as one of the greats of all time episode three I think it should.
0: was one of the most amazing episodes i've ever seen and i know i just said that about the bear like six months ago but this was incredible episode three of the last of us was wild
1: i cried yeah 100 percent agree yeah. with all of that yeah
0: Last of Us, HBO Max, you can find that. Nate, thanks for joining. What do you have for the people?
1: Uh, there's a movie that came out last year on Netflix called White Noise. Oh, yeah. Uh, it is a surrealist. It, I think it's a dark comedy. I don't know that I call it a dark comedy. It's very. It's a surrealist comedy uh, based on a, a book that's supposed to be unfilmable. <laughs> um, it It isn't a perfect movie plot-wise. Sure. It's more of just a connected series of events that are very funny and very, at times, very just throw off your tilt of like reality. Like it's hmm. – I love movies that give you that surreal feeling where you're watching it and you just feel like you're going insane. Yeah. Um, because they're just not talking like human beings talk but on purpose. Um and there's also some really laugh out loud like the middle third of the movie uh is one of like the funniest things I've seen in a while. Damn, okay. Um yeah
0: starring it's
1: it's not it's there are parts of the movie that aren't good. Yeah. But the middle third of the movie is some of the best uh stuff I've seen in a while. Oh yeah.
0: Adam Driver, Greta Gerwig, and Don Cheadle are in that one. Um that's on Adam Driver is great. That's on Netflix. Uh Adam Bombex worked with him before. He did Marriage Story um, Francis oh, Ha, a couple other ones. Fantastic Mr. Fox. He wrote that, um, but yeah, that's a good one. I like that. Thanks, Nate. Um, mine is The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Uh, streaming on Stars through Hulu. It is the movie where Pedro Pascal plays a rich person who is in, I believe, South America, and then Nicholas Cage plays himself as himself, and it goes through this wild. That's all you had to say. It's what? so fun. Um, We were watching it, and Abby bought the movie halfway through. She was like, we need to own this. Like, <clears throat> this will be rewatched. And it has one of the best. Also, yeah.
1: oh, I was just going to say, uh, where has Pedro Pascal been all our lives? I know. What the hell? He's in everything. There's some other movie I saw a trailer for recently that has Pedro Pascal that looks really good.
0: Uh, The, the SNL yet, Mario so I Kart one? <laughs>
2: Not yeah, that, that
0: was incre- his. His episode of SNL, I watched the whole thing. It was absolutely hilarious. He did so yeah, was well. Really good. Um, upcoming, he is in the Uninvited, Freaky Tales, Strange Way of Life, Tropico, The Bubble, Noah's House Comes with a Bird. I don't know.
2: What was he in? Because the first thing I know him from is Game of Thrones. Yep. Um, I don't remember him yeah, in anything that's... before that.
0: He was in an episode of CSI,
2: <laughs>
0: Homeland. He was oh, in an episode yeah. of that. Nurse Jackie. Um, yeah, he did a lot of TV, and then he was, he played. He was in Narcos. That was the first real big thing. It looks like. Then he was in the Kingsman Equalizer Two. He was in the Community I, webisode. I can't find
1: what I feel like I was thinking of. Is it the Mandalorian that's coming out soon. Oh, weird. He. he he was in a 2011 Wonder Woman. Uh, uh, it looks like yep. it's maybe a, a Spanish language. That's funny. Uh,
0: he was also in... Uh, um, he was in... Uh, wasn't he in Wonder Woman 2?
1: Yeah, he was. That's why That's why it's funny. Yeah. He was the main villain in Wonder Woman 2. God, he deserved uh,
0: better. But yeah, The unbearable Way to Massive. Town. Was, Hilarious. Awesome. Great. Loved it.
1: I wonder if it's that, and I just didn't... Like, Probably. put the title didn't get into my head. It was just like scrolling through a streaming service and I saw a trailer and I was really excited and I was like, "Fucking Pedro Pascal is everywhere." Yeah,
0: yeah. And Nicolas Cage yeah. is so funny and plays it so well. It's it's an interesting th- journey they take you on. It's really fun. It's worth it. Um, so those are Excellent. our recommendations along with the menu. I want to thank everybody again for joining us. Be sure to follow us wherever you follow us. Tell your friends. Share this. Whatever you want to do. Enjoy your rum. Enjoy your cinema. We'll see you next time.